you're listening to Affiliate Journey and I'm your host Miodrag Milenković. Alright, you're actually listening to a very special episode. If you're a first-time listener, this is actually the 50th episode of a podcast, small milestone, small anniversary, and I wanted to celebrate it with you. So instead of doing a solo cast, which I normally do at Tuesdays, I have decided to bring uh five marketing legends that were actually already a part of the podcast and i got some awesome feedback from those from listeners who had listened to these episodes and i decided to reach out to those amazing people and ask them if they will come back and answer just three questions that is right entire episode is tailored so that it helps people who are either a beginners who are uh, stuck maybe after seeing failure after failure after failure online or uh, people who have seen success but still are not thriving. So I special tailor made these questions and I think you're going to have an awesome time. Also, not to forget, probably the time of you listening, I'm not sure when that is, but in case it's from uh, 25th of February until the end of the February, which is 29th this year, um, there will be a should I say contest there will be a huge giveaway for a winner who will be eligible to win over five thousand dollars worth of rewards which is insane so if you're someone who wants to do just a couple of really simple things uh, and get get eligible to win those rewards uh, some of which will be awesome softwares also amazing white label stuff and some courses I would definitely encourage you to go at affiliatejourney.co slash 50 or just just reach out to me on Facebook because over there I will have the, the, the contents announced. Anyway, uh, five legends that you are going to hear from today are number one, Zeki Ahmed. Uh, Zeki is a affiliate marketer who actually left his job after only seven months of starting affiliate marketing. Uh, he had amazing success recently. He also started his own product and crushed it with that as well. So he keeps on growing, has a huge Facebook group, uh, is an awesome guy. I definitely encourage you to follow him. So before we dive into the other guests as well, listen to my episode with Zeki. I'm here with one of my very first guests, uh, a man who actually accepted the interview before I even launched uh, officially my podcast. So it's such a pleasure to have him on. Uh, he was an inspiration before I was in his group. And it's great catching up to him and still learning from him as he had evolved even more and learned some more stuff. I'm here with good friend Zeki Ahmed. Zeki, welcome back to Affiliate Journey. It's awesome having you here, brother. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure to be on the on the podcast. Thanks for asking me to join on again. 
Yeah, I I choose very few guests out of the, I don't know, 30 that I have interviewed for this special episode. It will be a bit shorter, but I have some questions prepared and let's get it rolling, brother. The first question would be, what made you continue after failing for quite some time? Uh, yeah. what, what made you continue after seeing so many failures? and without seeing any results because i feel a lot of people are stuck in that place when they are unsure whether something is working or not they just haven't seen the result and they don't know if they should like quit or they should continue down that road and seek success yeah for sure man Uh, i'd love to speak on that because that's an important thing for people to wrap their mindset properly around so for those who don't know my story i'm not going to go into the whole story but just to give you guys a little bit of a background I got started in entrepreneurship uh, back in 2012. And I only started actually having a sustainable business that you know, started getting results and, and whatnot in mid-2018. So that's like six years, I think. I'm not, I, I'm not always the best at math, but it's simple math here. So I'm pretty sure we got, we're talking about six and a half years, almost seven years where I was just going at it and I wasn't getting results. And I tried so, so many different things like almost everything on the face of the earth. And you know, before I actually got into entrepreneurship, I already had that entrepreneurial blood. I feel like it was in my, it was in my DNA since I was a kid. My dad is an entrepreneur too. And I always had, he, he, I remember since I was, um, you know, really, really little, he used to ask me, Zeki, are you going to work for somebody else? Or are you going to be the person hiring people? And he always told me that you need to be the person hiring people. Right? So I always had this in the back of my head when I was a kid. And before I even jumped into entrepreneurship, I was actually trying to get, make it big in a music career. I used to record, make hip hop music and whatnot. So that's a whole different history that I had um, for, I don't even remember how many years. I think that itself was like seven years before I jumped into entrepreneurship. But then I jumped into entrepreneurship. I was going at this for so many years. It was really, really difficult. Same experience that a lot of entrepreneurs had because, you know, I was a young guy. I was in university. Um, I still haven't finished my university degree up until, up until now. So I'm technically a university student. It's just that I'm not taking any classes. Um, but, but I was in university. I was doing part-time. And then I, you know, some semesters I took off and stuff like that because I wanted to focus on building a business. I didn't want to graduate with a, with a ton of debt. And I also knew that my degree wasn't what was going to get me freedom because I, I, some people are, people are wired differently, right? I think that everybody can be an entrepreneur. I think everyone can be successful as an entrepreneur if they apply it themselves. But I also do believe that there's some people who is already, is just in their DNA that they're built to be an entrepreneur. They're not built to be working for someone else. They're built to, you know, have, have that creativity to go out there to build something themselves. And then there's other people maybe who aren't as naturally built but they can develop that muscle. They can develop that skill. They can still do it. I do believe that everyone can be an entrepreneur. But, but for me personally, it was in my DNA. I, I noticed that when I was working, I was working in like jobs for years and like at a call center. At, I worked in labor jobs. I worked in all types of different stuff. I worked in, in a farm before, just hard labor under the table, getting paid less than minimum wage. So I worked a lot of different jobs. And, um, and through that experience, I was like, yeah, I cannot spend my life doing this. Even if it's a professional job that I would get after getting my degree or whatever, this is not what I can spend my life doing. So I always knew that I had to do something uh, for myself. Now, the thing, that, the thing that worked out in my favor really well is although for all those years, I was, uh, since I got into entrepreneurship, I wasn't getting results. And some of it was, yeah, because I lacked certain knowledge and I hadn't developed certain skills yet. But some of it also was because of my own mindset and my fears. You know. 
I spent a lot of those years really heavy in personal development, reading a ton of books, watching videos like Tony Robbins and people like that, Les Brown and those kind of people um, and all that kind of stuff. And in the beginning, it was really good because it was helping me rewire my mind. But even at a certain point, I was using those things as a crutch or as an excuse to not take action and instead spend all my time reading, telling myself that, hey, Zeki, you're learning, you're developing your mindset. Um, So there was a negative part to how heavy I went into it. But at the same time, I think uh, because I was so crazy into personal development, that's one of the reasons that I was able to handle going through all of this failure because I remember it was very humiliating to see all of the people who are my age graduating. I'm 28 years old right now. I haven't graduated from university. So, uh, you know, everybody who started university with me graduated when they're like 21, 22 years old. So I'm talking about like six, seven years ago is when all my friends were graduating. And here I was, you know, doing this, trying to do this business stuff. And they were seeing that I've been trying to do it and I wasn't getting any results. So it was very, very embarrassing. People would scoff at me. Some people would make fun of me. I had some of my own relatives that would make fun of me because one time I made a video where I said, back when I was like in my early 20s, I made a video where I was like committing to you know my goals. And I said that I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I turn 30. So people heard that I posted it online and everything. And I remember sometimes I would run into some of my relatives randomly and they'd be like, Hey, Zachy, how close are you to your million? Huh? And it kind of taunting me, you know what I mean? They were doing it tongue in cheek and joking, but at the same time, like for them, it was just a joke. But for me, I'm like, man, like you're just stepping on my dreams and and stepping on my goals and and all this kind of stuff and making me feel like crap, you know? Uh, So it was difficult and, and it always is difficult. But, but the thing that I understood because of all that personal development I was doing is that this is a stepping stone to success. You have to go through that failure. Look at the history of Apple. Look at the history of McDonald's. Look at the history of Tesla. Look at the history of any of these massive companies or big figures that you know about and ask yourself, has any of them been successful without seeing failure? All of them, pretty much all of them, actually, no, all of them, not pretty much all of them have seen bigger failure than you and I. And that's why they have bigger success than you and I, because they were willing to risk a lot. They were willing to go through a lot. They were willing to, you know, feel like crap. They they were willing to just take those arrows into their backs, but just keep moving until they eventually broke through and were successful. And that's how, that's how you're successful in life. If you're trying to get in shape right now, I'm actually uh, I, I, I've been getting my health back on track, right? So over the past couple of months, I lost like 30 pounds and now I'm on, I'm on a diet. I'm continuing to lose weight. And the way that I've been doing that is just, I, I realized if I tried to do something crazy, it wasn't going to work for me. You know, they got the P90X stuff and, and whatever, but what worked for me was being consistent with something, having a calorie deficit, just being consistent, right? But what would end up happening for me is sometimes I would fail at it. Sometimes I would, you know, one day I would go over that calorie deficit. I wouldn't, or, or I just wasn't eating healthy. I didn't go work. I didn't go to the gym or whatever it is, but you could now either you could be the person who, Oh, you didn't go to the gym this week or you didn't go to the gym for the past couple of days. So you're like, screw it, man. I don't have any discipline. Forget this. Like I'm never going to be able to, I'm never going to be able to do this. So I'm done. Or you could be the guy who's like, yeah, you know what? I, I was really bad with the gym today. I only went one time. I'm supposed to go four times a week or whatever it is. And, but, but that's okay because today I, I, I'm going to the gym today and I'm, and I'm just going to continue as if I didn't have that failure. I'm just going to keep moving. That's how you're going to be successful. You know what I mean? So, and, it, and it applies to every area of life. So that's the best advice I can give. It all goes back to mindset. If you are not ready to face failure, then you're not ready to be successful. 
It's that, it's that simple. You're never going to be successful if you, if, you, if you can't handle failure and if you can't handle all the difficult parts. And it doesn't get, in some ways it does get easier. Um, in some ways it does get easier as you go and you start seeing results and whatnot. But in some ways it doesn't get easier because some of the things that you face are going to be bigger than the little things that you're facing when you're just getting started. Because really a lot of the struggles we face when we're just getting started in the grand scheme of things are little things that are just about our ego because we don't, we, we, we don't want our family to look at, look down at us or this or that, whatever, which honestly I, I understand it because I was there, but also when you have a, you know, they say 2020, bit, no, what does it say? Hindsight is 2020. So for me, like I remember how embarrassing everything was, how and and how I kind of wanted to like hide what I'm doing because I didn't want to be humiliated. But then now, when I look back on it, because now I've gotten results, because now I've built a business, because now I work for myself, you know, it doesn't matter what everybody said years ago, because everyone in my family knows that Zeki is successful. Everyone in my around me knows that yeah, Zeki's getting really good results. And if I want to learn how to do things online, I'm going to go talk to Zeki. Right? They forgot everything that they used to say to me back in the day. And it's the same thing with failure. I don't care about all the failures that I went through for all those years because it was worth it. Now, now I'm where I'm at because of those failures. So it's just a rewiring of the mind, man. That's all it is. I love that. And if any of your relatives is listening to this episode by any chance, I just have to say, who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and just to give um, good credit to my family, that's not, when I say relatives, I'm not talking about my immediate family. My immediate family is awesome. Uh, but it was some of my distant relatives, cousins and stuff like that who would kind of mock me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. I love my family. It's part of the game. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't blame them. Whatever. It is what it is. But, but yeah, that's the truth of the matter. Yeah, it's it's hard stuff, and I don't know what's harder. Like, uh, it's both hard when they are not supporting, but it's also hard when they are supporting and you're not seeing results. And you're like, I yeah. have the support, I'm doing something, and I'm not seeing results. So, those are some yeah, stuff. Really stuff difficult, man. I, I, and I went through that too because the problem is, um, I mean, I remember when I was doing this stuff for 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 a while, and you know, I'd get excited about these little wins, and I'd go rushing to like my sister, or my mom, or somebody. And I'd be like, yo, you won't believe what just happened. And they don't really understand this online stuff. So, so I'm like, yeah, I just, I just uh, accomplished this or that, whatever. And they're little things. They're not really like, you know, money in the bank and whatnot. And then they would just be kind of like, ah, like Zeki, you need to go out there and get a job or do something or whatever. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm on, I'm like, I'm so, I'm this close. You know what I mean? But then when they started seeing, oh, Zeki, like, I remember when I, I just stopped talking to people about it. I, this is one thing, by the way, a little tip that you can use. I stopped talking to some of my family members, including my immediate family. I just stopped talking to them about things because I didn't want them to get this perception that, you know, Zeki's got his head in the clouds because they kind of had that perception. And, and I don't blame them for having the perception because they just didn't see the results. And for, I'm not married yet. Uh, I will be getting married soon, but, but I'm not married yet. And for those of you who are watching or listening to this uh, that are married, I know sometimes people go through this with themselves. And it makes sense where, you know, they see you spending so many hours online, but you're not getting results. So they start kind of giving you a hard time about it. And we can't blame them for that because it totally makes, like, it makes sense why they feel like that. You know what I mean? Um, but here's what I found. So I stopped or I limited my talking about like all this business stuff and whatever to my family. Uh, I found like friends online or in the actual business world that I could talk to about it or people who all had that mutual interest. 
And then what I did was when, when I started getting results is when I started talking to my family again. So, so when they saw, for example, I made a thousand dollars today, then they're like, Whoa, what? We never heard of making a thousand dollars in a day. What do you mean? And then another day, a thousand dollars, like, wait, what are you doing? What you're doing is real. This actually works. This is crazy. You know what I mean? So it just changes things. Um, so, so yeah, that's a little piece of advice that could help some people listening. That that's basically what I did, man. That's a good advice. I was like, oftentimes when people would ask me like, what are you doing? And I would try to explain, but without some concrete results to show them. And they were like, Oh, that sounds good. And I remember recently and now like, the money works differently in Serbia in terms of like, for example, 100 bucks is like, I don't know, third of a salary. So around 1K in like America. And when I would be, I made one post and I made 100 bucks and they were like, what? Like, yeah, what the world, how is that even possible? <laughs> exactly. It's like, what? Like ridiculous. Oh, I love that story, brother. All right. Let's jump to the question number two. So what would your top three tips be for people that are like maybe hearing this stuff and they got excited about the online business, maybe like affiliate marketing or and products of their own. It doesn't matter because you did both like obviously. And what would your top three uh, tips be for like newer folks? And a little addition, maybe it would be the same answer, but in case it wouldn't, what would your three tips be also for people who are in it for some times, but maybe had problem with like shiny object syndrome uh, syndrome, and they will jump like from blog to YouTube to high ticket stuff to uh, one product, another and million different tactics, but actually not seeing any results. Yeah, for sure. So I think I'm going to give similar advice to both people because both people are kind of in the same position where they're not at the point where they're getting results. Right. So the number one thing, I just had it in my head. Uh, Oh, yes. So the number one thing, this is more geared towards the newbie. Forget about quick fixes. Forget about quick fixes. You know, um, someone asked me a question yesterday and they were like, Hey, Zeki, I see, you know, all these gurus that are promoting online, you know, pay me 10 bucks and you'll get this website that I'm going to give you. And it's going to make you a hundred dollars a day or whatever it is. So essentially what it is, is like, you know, don't do much work. And, and here's something I'm going to give you that's magically going to make you money. Forget that kind of stuff. Forget quick fixes, forget shortcuts, forget all of that stuff and understand whether you're going to be an affiliate promoting other people's stuff or you're creating your own offers and, and promoting your own stuff. You need to commit to becoming a skilled marketer. Okay. You need to learn marketing and you need to commit. And that for different people that might take a different amount of time to learn because you have, uh, you know, we all have different skill sets. We all have different natural inclinations and all that kind of stuff. But wherever you're starting from, you, if you want to be successful, you need to commit. Uh, We're talking specifically about online and digital marketing and selling your own stuff. So I'm talking to these people. Um, You need to commit to actually becoming a legitimately skilled marketer. And you don't, and, and here's the thing, you don't have to be the best marketer in the world. You don't even have to be a crazy, amazing marketer. You just need to be good enough that you can figure out how to sell. And it's not as difficult as you think it is. You, if you tell yourself right now that I'm going to dedicate the next year of my life to 
to mastering this skill. Instead of chasing the next shiny object, instead of um, you know trying to find the next guru who's going to magically make this money for me, or the next um, <laughs> yeah, or the next thing. Instead of all of that, if you tell yourself that this next year or two years or however long it takes. I, but, but as an example, I'm just going to say this, this next year, I'm going to devote myself to mastering this skill. And the reason that I say that is because that's how I've approached life myself. So, so in back in 2018, before I got into affiliate marketing, I was doing e-commerce and I was burning, I was using paid ads for it. Um, I was doing Shopify drop shipping, which a lot of people were doing at the time. And I was burning through money. I was broke. Life was really, really difficult. And at the time, I still didn't feel like I understood money. I mean, I understood it to a certain extent. I had certain good mindsets around money because I had read things like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I had been doing mindset work over the past couple of years and all that kind of stuff. But I still felt like I didn't really truly understand money, how to create money, and how to just generate and bring money into my life. So, so it always, always felt like a question mark. It was something that I struggled with my whole life. I, I, I pretty much was always broke as far as I can remember, not getting paid much. Uh, you know, my, fa- my family, we were going through, like we lived in public housing and all that kind of stuff. It was like, like that was just the life that I, that I knew up until that point, right? So, so I just felt completely clueless around money. I also felt like marketing, I had more some skills in marketing because I did like reading marketing books and stuff like that. But because I wasn't taking action on a lot of stuff, also my skills were kind of amateurish. Um, but what I decided was I, was I was like, you know what? Like I need to solve this problem of money. I need to solve it. I can't, I can't keep living with money holding me back in my life. So I was like, you know what? This next year, for now what I'm going to do is each year, I'm just going to make a theme of that year. You know what I mean? So I was like, this year... My theme is money. I am going to dedicate myself to understanding how to create money and how to just generate money. And it did not take me a year to figure all that stuff out. It took me like within, you know, six months or so. I think it was seven months. Within seven months, I was able to leave my job because I was making enough money through my business that I was like, I don't need to work a job anymore. Uh, But that was because I, I decided that I'm like, you know what? Forget chasing shiny objects, forget chasing, you know, quick fixes, forget waiting for someone to give me something that's all going to, you know, solve all the problems for me. No, this is a skill. This is a muscle I need to develop. So I'm just going to, I'm going to treat it just like if I was developing any other muscle. If you're trying to go to, if you're trying to get in shape, you go to the gym over a, over a long, a lengthened period of time. You're consistent about it. You know what I mean? You're not like, you know what, I'm going to go and buy this. Um, I mean, you could be, maybe you're, you just go and buy implants, but those aren't real muscles, <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying. So, um, so that's the way that you got to look at it. And so for this online game, you got to be what, and this, and the reason I stress this for affiliate marketers too, is I feel like sometimes affiliate marketers get started in this game and they think that I don't have to play the same rules of the game as everybody else who's selling their own products. I can because I'm an affiliate, it's a different thing. No, affiliate marketing is marketing. You, whether you're selling your own products or you're selling someone else's product, that's irrelevant. That's how, that's just how you're monetizing, but you're a marketer. That's what you are. If you're an affiliate marketer, what you actually are is you're a marketer. So become exactly. a good marketer. So, <laughs> I, I, so I call this, advice. sorry to interrupt. I call this yeah. the affiliate paradox because a lot of gurus are teaching affiliate stuff like 90% and only like 10% is marketing, but it should be like the other way around. I feel like it. And I really think you hit a nail on the head with that one, like learn marketing 
whether and that's like not only for affiliate marketing but whether you have your own business you also need to learn marketing so just amen <laughs> yeah exactly man exactly and so that's the first piece of advice the next piece of advice that goes for both the newbie and the person who's just like you know been stuck with this shiny object syndrome for a while whatever is and you hear it so much but i'm going to say it again because you have to understand how important this is is focus you need to have focus and that's something that I learned through my journey when I actually started building a real business and actually getting results after I left my job and started scaling my business and all that kind of stuff to where it is now. Um, focus has been key. Right now, I'm only ever, aside from, I have an email automation. Okay? I have an email automation that's promoting different products all the time, but that's not me actively promoting the products. That's just my email automation going. So that's a different story for me. Uh, but me personally, I'm only ever promoting one campaign at a time. So right now, for example, if you're following me on my, on my Facebook profile, you're going to see that I've been advertising this partner program that I'm doing for my software called Comment Funnels. You don't see me advertising other stuff at the same time. You just see me pushing hard on this thing until I close out the remaining spots that I've, get, that I've opened for this offer. And then once I close it, then that's when I'm like, okay, you know what? If I want to start another campaign, then that's when I'll open another campaign. But I'm only ever focused on one campaign at a time. And if I was absolutely getting started right now, if I was starting from scratch, I would take that focus even to a deeper degree where I would say, you know what? Just pick one product, right? Just pick one thing um, that can pay you well or one value ladder, I can say. So it might be multiple products. Like let's say you're, let's say we're, let's say we're talking to affiliate marketers because I know your podcast is geared towards affiliate marketing. Um, so let's say you're, you're an affiliate marketer and you want to choose something to promote. So there's Dave Sharp's program, Legendary Marketer, right? So the cool thing about his program is he has a really well done value ladder that has multiple products in it, but it's a very, like, it's a very straightforward value ladder that makes sense. So you don't even need to create a product. Let's say you focus on promoting his stuff. What I would do as a beginner is I would say, this is what I'm focused on promoting. I wouldn't even worry about promoting other th affiliate things, uh, coming, finding other affiliate products or anything. I would be like, no, my thing that I promote is legendary marketer. So who's the audience that I can bring this to that it will solve a problem to them? I'm going to start connecting with that audience and whatnot. And I'm going to start focusing on and just solving those pieces of the puzzle. Because as an affiliate marketer, you don't have to worry about creating the product, fulfilling or any of that. The only piece of the puzzle you have to worry about is the marketing. So I would be uber focused on that and, and marketing for one specific product or family of products, which is, you know, legendary marketer. How can I get people into that value ladder and, and move them up? Um, you know, legendary marketers value ladder. I would find one source of traffic that I would master. So let's say it's YouTube. So, so I decided I'm going to be promoting, um, legendary marketer, I'm going to be promoting it to this so-and-so audience um, of people. Like, like let's say I, I'll be promoting it to people who are looking to make money online. That's a simple general thing that I can say right now. Uh, and, and I'm going to do it through YouTube. So I'm going to get really good now at driving traffic through YouTube. Or let's say I chose something else. I'm going to do it through Facebook, whatever it is. But it's your, your hyper-focus, one product, uh, get driving it through one method and all that kind of stuff. Because what that does for you, it, this is really important as a beginner because it allows you to, to grow your skills doing that thing and to actually build traction in one line. I, I wish I had a whiteboard so I could draw this thing that um, you know I saw in a video from Sam Ovens and it was really, really good. But basically, 
I'll describe it. There, so he had a he drew a circle in the middle, and he he was talking about the person who's focused on one thing versus the person who's focused on a lot of different things at the same time. Now, the problem when you're focused on a lot of different things at the same time is imagine that circle that I said in the center. Imagine there's little lines, arrows going out, but they're going out in all types of directions, right? And now you're trying to gain traction in all these different arrows that are going in different directions. So let's say every hour or let's say every 10 hours that you put into your business, you're able to get a little farther along each of these paths. But because you have so many different paths you're going down, you can only get so much further. You just get an incremental step forward on each path. But if you were just focused on one thing, one path, one single, one singular path, and you put that 10 hours into that one path instead of all these different paths, then you would actually move really far along that one path. And here's the cool thing about doing that. Once you get that momentum on that one path, let's say YouTube, um, you build your, you built your audience on YouTube and now you have a big audience, you're making money and all that kind of stuff. You can leverage that for everything else because you can take your audience from YouTube and bring them to to Facebook. You can take your audience and bring them to elsewhere. You know what I mean? Obviously you want to get them on your email list and stuff like that, but it all starts with, um, it all starts with focus. So, so forget these signing object syndromes. Don't stop promoting every single thing. One thing, you, if you follow me, what you're going to notice is usually when there's these big affiliate launches, I'm actually not a part of it. And that, that's most of the time the case is, so, you know, ClickFunnels always has huge launches and I, I love, you know, ClickFunnels training and products and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's, there's tons of products that I, that I love and I see them launching stuff, but I'm usually not a part of them a part of those launches because I'm just, I'm focused on my own campaigns that I'm working on right now. There's um, a launch with, with Dean Grazios and you know, Tony Robbins and all that kind of stuff. And I bought that product. I love that product, but, and I want to promote it. And I am planning, you know, what I'm planning to do is I am going to be sending some emails to my email list because the current campaign that I've been doing, I haven't been really doing it with my email list. I've just been doing it on Facebook. So, 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 so I'm going to email my list. That's it. But you're not going to really see me promoting it, um, like super hardcore until I'm done with the current campaign that I'm working on because I'm focused on my, on my thing right now. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing. So if you focus on your long-term campaign, if you're a beginner, especially because yeah, if you're a beginner, you want to just choose one thing, uh, one product, all that kind of stuff, focus on it. Don't get, don't get this FOMO and you know, and all that from all the things that you see around you, because honestly, like these momentary stuff, launches and whatever that pass by are not going to get you the same results as focusing on something long-term and actually building a, a business off of that. Again, you nailed it. And even if you're not a beginner, I actually faced this for the past like six months because I was first like in uh, perfectionism program procrastination mode where I would just consume, 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 but not take any action. And then I went in the total polar opposite and I was like, take action, action, action. And it was much better, but I wasn't focused. Like I took tons of action, like with podcasts, with YouTube, with Facebook group, with Facebook profile. I was all over the damn place and like five months in and i did see results and everything but i was like exhausted not to mention that i spent way too much time in the bottom of the value ladder in the free stuff so i was like i need to rethink some things hence the the program that i'm joining and i told you about it with jacob uh, yeah. 
So yeah, one thing I love about Jacob, by the way, is all the stuff that I just mentioned, this dude is hardcore on it. So you're joining his program. I know he's going to force you to, um, <laughs> to be focused and, and all that kind of stuff that we just mentioned right now. Cause I know he's hardcore about that stuff. Yeah, exactly. I think it's necessary. And I was like, for the best month, I cut it out a lot of stuff that I was doing. And I was like, I need to take a different path. And I was thinking and decided on high tickets. So, and with Jacob. So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, love those answers, brother. Okay, the last question. So looking down your timeline, since you started online, like 2012, you said, uh, uh, when did you know, when did it click, like, I'm going to make it? Like, when was that point? Because we all, like, faced yeah. a lot of failures, yourself included. And was there a special point on your journey before you, obviously, saw result, but was there a point before that you can pinpoint that was like, I know yeah. I'm making, that. that's it, that's like... Yeah, I would change. say, man, um, I would say it was when I made the switch from e-commerce to affiliate marketing. And the reason for that was I was just in such a bad position financially in my life that I had, like, I had so much debt um, and everything was just like doom or gloom, doom or gloom, basically. And, and because I didn't finish my degree and all that kind of stuff, also the only job opportunities I have I had out there. Um, was minimum wage jobs. I think probably if I go out and try and get a job now, I only really qualify for minimum wage jobs. Maybe I can use my digital marketing stuff as experience to get another job. But um, but it's just it's interesting because I now I'm able to hire other people and all this kind of stuff. And if I go to an interview, I might like if I'm sitting down with a dude interviewing me, I might be the person who's actually like making more money than that person. But they would say, no, you don't have the like you, you don't have a degree. We don't we don't want you. You know what I mean? So it's kind of funny to think about really. Um, but, but what do you call it? But I think the moment for me was when I was going through all of that stuff, because basically the only option that I had, I realized that, you know, I was never going to climb out of my debt. I was never going to fix my life or anything if I didn't make this work. And, and the reason that I say that that's the moment is because that changed, that created a shift in mindset um, for me towards a lot of the stuff that I talked about, about having a commitment where I just said that, you know what? I don't care how long it takes me and I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make this work. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that was the difference. It, it, it's just that moment where I decided that I'm just, I'm, I'm serious about this and I'm going to, and, and I have no, like I have, there's no, there's no time to play around. I have to be serious about this and I'm going to make it work. No excuses. So yeah, I would say that was it for me, man. Can people leverage that somehow? Like in terms of, I don't know their situation. Like I talked to a friend today and he mentioned some time ago that he wanted to start like start like Twitch, YouTube stuff, play games and and he has like decent job for Serbia. He's a manager, has a decent salary for here. And I met him, I saw him today and I was like, Did you start it? And he was like, I'm too busy, I'm this, that. And I was like, what made me go? And I was like, I'm in such a shitty situation that I had that like inner drive that like, I'm not stopping. And do you think that that is a necessary thing? Like for people that are not in like horrible situation, like, uh, is it necessary to have like that hunger and drive and pain really that pushes you forward yeah. or can someone leverage something else to have that drive that's like 
I, I think the key thing, man, I think the key thing is whether you're in like a difficult position financially or a good position or whatever, is that they just, they need a strong motivator, strong reason why they're doing it. Right. So, because, because I see people who are successful that weren't in that bad financial situation. And we just, we just talked about Jacob Karras, right? Not too long ago. So I know when he got started in affiliate marketing, he wasn't struggling financially. He was actually making a lot of money because he was working a corporate job. Um, I can't remember exactly specifically what job it was, but he was making good money. But his pain was that he was working nonstop. I don't remember how many hours per week it was like 80 or hundred hours per week or something crazy like that. This guy had no time and he was constantly traveling for work and all this kind of stuff. So he just didn't have freedom for his life. So for him, that was his pain. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a quote back, you know, I don't remember where I heard this quote, but it, but it's a well-known quote where they say, um, you know, a person is not going to change until the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change because as humans there's always we have like inertia or we're we're driven by inertia or momentum so if we're used to just living our lives a certain way it's easier to continue living our life that way even if living that life that way is not ideal right um but then it's when the idea of continuing to live your life the way you're living actually becomes painful more than the pain of having to go through the effort of changing it and all that kind of stuff, which is what it was for me, for example, because of my financial difficulty or you, you, you went through the same thing, financial difficulty, right? But Jacob Karras, for example, um, he, he didn't want to live the rest of his life being controlled by this corporate schedule and corporate lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. So I think the key thing is, is you definitely need to, the, whoever's listening to this, you need to find a good reason why. Uh, that's going to actually motivate you to take action, whether that's for yourself, whether it's for your family, whether it's something else. Uh, but you do need a reason why. Otherwise, I think for most people, you, they're they're just not going to stick it through. They don't have one. Yeah, absolutely. S- similar story. Like you mentioned, Jacob, it was like when I interviewed Chris Benetti, he was making like decent money in his job, but he... It just didn't click. He didn't like it. Um, it was hard, and he made a transition from I, I think like six figures into like making zero online, and yet he yeah, persevered. <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. has like so. I love those answers, brother. Uh, tell the listeners uh, where they can find you and connect with you online. Yeah, for sure. So the best place I would say uh, to connect with me right now would be to join my Facebook group called the Digital Dojo. Um, And you can just search that on Facebook. Search Digital Dojo on Facebook and you'll see the group. It's called the Digital Dojo. And then in the name, it has like a crossed swords emoji in brackets, marketing and business mastery for entrepreneurs. So go check that out. You can join me in there. I'm constantly in the group doing free trainings, you know, weekly interviews with people who are getting crazy results, six-figure earners, seven-figure earners, eight-figure earners, people who build all different types of businesses and who leverage different methods of marketing to teach you guys all that stuff for free. So so go join me there. You can also follow me on Facebook. Just search Zeki Ahmed. That's Z-E-K-Y. Last name is A-H-M-E-D. And I'm also posting stuff on my profile all the time, but mostly on my profile, I'm posting memes and, and funny stuff just for fun. But if you want like free trainings and things like that, go on my Facebook group. Yeah, I definitely recommend following Zeki. I'm in his group like way before we even like 
did even my first podcast, which I, rec- I recommend you check out. I think it's episode number three or four. And mm-hmm. all links will be in the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash 50, because this is 50th episode and we have like four or five guests uh, aligned. And all of the links will be over there. Obviously on YouTube, they will be in the description down below. Zeki, brother, it's an awesome having you here again. Like I love what you are doing uh, with your group, with your software as well, which guys, check it out, girls as well. Uh, It's an awesome one. Spoiler alert, you might win one because I'm doing a big giveaway. So uh, you might get hands on his software as well. Um, So yeah. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and Seki I appreciate you being here brother it was an awesome talking to you again yeah for sure man thanks for having me on the podcast again and thank you everybody who listened or watched this really appreciate you guys and I'll see you soon see you soon goodbye everyone don't shut down your podcast just yet. We are just warming up. I had a blast with Zeki. Uh, he really knows how to provide value. That's probably what made him so successful. And speaking of, of providing value, uh, the next guest is one of my biggest online inspirations. Uh, she had amazing growth in the last year uh, and she went from being in huge depth to actually doing multiple six figures she's crushing it she's a genuine lovely person awesome to talk with awesome to work with i can't recommend uh, connecting her and working with her highly enough her name is alex elliot she crushed our episode like number 10 or 8 was it uh, of the podcast you can listen to that people really loved it and i'm sure you're going to love her now as well Uh, also the same three questions apply to all of the five guests and you can just notice the overlapping in their answers which proves you that there is something to it it's not an accident enjoy the interview hello everyone I'm here with one of my greatest inspirations of online world, to be really honest with you. She was a guest and it's one of the most listened to episodes, actually. She crushed it and I'm sure she, she's going to do the same again. I'm here with awesome Alex Elliot, who not only crushed last year, but she managed to do so like to this day. And you just keep on growing like, damn it, woman, what is your hack? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't know if there is a hack, you know, it's just, just keep going, keep going, keep growing, keep showing up, Um, stay committed, stay passionate, stay plugged in, Um, show up even when you don't want to show up. Like that's part of it, you know? I love it. I love it. Just keep doing the awesome work. Uh, You're inspiration to a lot of people, not only, not only me. All right. So for this special episode, we have three questions. All right. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's go with the first one. So what made you continue in your journey after failing like for such a long time? I feel a lot of people are like having failure after failure. And what makes you like keep on going because you're not sure that maybe this isn't for you or you should keep on going that way until you see success. So how do people, how do, how did you manage to find your way out and how should people go about it? 
So here's the thing. I mean, I think that we all as entrepreneurs need to get really, really, really comfortable with failure. Like, you know, I, I was just at FHL, uh, Funnel Hacking Live, and one of the speeches by Tom Bill Yu impacted me so much. You know what he said? He said, um, you know, we need to start treating failure the way an AI treats failure. He said, if you've ever watched a machine learn, like, like you can actually go on YouTube apparently and watch these like, like machine learning and AIs, watch them learn to play chess, watch them learn to do any task. He says, it's fascinating. They don't come to the table with like a story about like, Oh gosh, I really suck at this. And my parents always told me I would never amount to anything. And oh, what are they going to think if I fail? And Oh my gosh, like the AI just comes and like, Oh, okay. Like it, it, it moves on the chessboard and and then it loses a piece and it goes, oh, okay, crap. Better not do that again. Cool. And then like the next move, oh, it, it loses another piece. Oh, cool. Won't do that again. And the next time, oh, this actually worked. Okay, cool, cool. I'll remember. Yeah. And then it just keeps going. And it's like within 20 minutes, the AI has literally like it's beating everybody in sight only because it doesn't have stories about its own failure. Like nothing's getting in the way. It's just taking the feedback going, okay, learned the lesson. Cool. Thanks. No emotion, no story, no nothing. And it keeps going. And so he's like, the more that we can treat failure as simple feedback, and it's literally, it's just the opportunity to go, oh yeah, cool. Okay. Thanks. Didn't work. Going to try something else and just keep going. Um, the better we can become at failing quickly, getting right back up, taking the lessons, internalizing lessons, because that's what the AI does so well, right? It internalizes the lessons without all the drama, without all the self-loathing, without all the story about how we're so terrible and we suck and, you know, keeps going. And it just, you know, applies the lessons. And, and that's, the, that's the beauty of failing forward. So, um, as a lot of you guys know, you know, I failed forward for 14 years and had moderate amounts of success, but nothing that was sustainable, nothing that I could point to and go like, look, I did this thing. It was like, Meh, okay, I had a, I had a, I had a great month. And then like, it was a complete fluke. Like I couldn't replicate it. I couldn't keep going. So, um, and it was frustrating. It was so frustrating. So I just want to acknowledge at first, like it is hard to fail. We make it mean something about us. We make it mean that we're not good enough, that we can't do this, that something's wrong fundamentally with us and maybe we should give up, right? We don't make it mean, oh, this game is just hard and I just have to keep going and get up and, and right? And so I think that um, it's okay to fail, number one. It's okay to even iterate and pivot, right? If you, if you have truly, you know, Gary Vee talks about this. He's like, look, give something an absolute, like, total focus for six months. If after six months you've literally, and, and you haven't messed around, you haven't shiny object syndrome your way through that six months, you've really focused. If after six months you have given it your all and you're literally not one iota further than you were, then okay, you've gained permission to possibly iterate and pivot and look for something else. But stop looking for something else after three weeks, it doesn't work. Like that's why it's not working. <laughs> you keep expecting you know, you're not going to go to the gym and in three weeks expect to lose a hundred pounds. Like that's not how it works. Right. And so we have to stop expecting this immediate success from our businesses and then giving up before we've actually given ourselves the opportunity to get traction. Right. And if we just stayed the course, actually build something amazing. You know, I like to, I like the, um, the example of Catherine Jones, Catherine Jones started CF design school 18 months ago. Do you know what Catherine Jones is still doing? 
CF Design School. She's crushing it with one thing because she's given herself enough time to get traction. And she's known for this like one amazing thing and she's just killing it. So it's like, imagine, you know, if you just opened up your time frame and your time horizon and you allowed yourself some runway to actually get traction, you think she didn't have failures along the way? Of course she did. Of course she had doors shut in her face. Of course she had people reject her for JVs. Of course she like, you know, it didn't all come overnight, but 18 months of banging the same drum, she just got to speak at FHL. She's like, you know, just so, so it's like, find your drum and bang the shit out of it. Right. And just keep banging it no matter what that that's the message really. That should be a t-shirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I love it it so much. You should create those like (laughs) for sure. For sure. Oh my God. That's beautiful. It's something like I spoke with Zeki, as I told you, and, he also mentioned in one of the questions the importance of that focus. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way for the past six months because yeah. I was like, whoa, let's do it all. <laughs> let's do it all. We all do. We all go through that. And then you know what? We all fall flat on our faces. And it's it's a really painful lesson to internalize, but it's a lesson you've got to learn. And I hope everybody learns it sooner rather than later. Um, shiny object syndrome is a liar and a thief. Um, lack of focus will cripple you. It will cripple your business. I'm, I'm telling you now that every problem that you probably have in your business, I don't mean you, I mean everybody, all of us, every problem we have can likely be solved by a more intense focus. Truly. So straightforward. Love it. All right. Let's, let's jump to the second question. Uh, tell me, uh, and this is like two part question, but it cool. can be one depending on your answer. Like no what could your top three tips be for beginners in either any kind of online business? Could it, it could be like affiliate marketing, their own product doesn't matter. Like what mm-hmm. would be your top three tips be for them? And mm-hmm. the second part of the question would be for people who are already in it for some time. And maybe like you have mentioned, they had shiny object syndrome. They tried like blogging, YouTubing, uh, Facebook sure. groups, and nothing seemed to work. Like it could be the same answers, but it could be different. So I frame it as a two-part question. It's, it's <laughs> probably going to be the same answer just because, um, you know, it, we love to make things complicated and hard when really they're pretty simple. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this there's a wonderful quote, you know, many roads lead to Rome. And it is true of Rome. The same is true of online success. There are lots of ways to be successful online. Look at the number and variety of two CC, like two comma club award winners. They don't all have the same type of business. They don't all have the same kind of funnel. They're not all in e-commerce. They're not all coaches, consultants. Like they're all in different types of businesses, which proves the point that there are many roads to Rome. So, you know, it's never about the next shiny thing that's going to be the magic bullet, right? It's not, that's not it. The thing that gets you where you want to go is the thing that you A, love and are totally ridiculously passionate about and would probably do whether they paid you or not, right? So like get excited about something. And it doesn't mean that you have to have been born excited about it. I wasn't born excited about online marketing. I certainly wasn't born excited about Facebook groups, right? But I developed an interest. I started with an interest. I started with some curiosity 
And then as I dove deep with that interest and developed mastery, then I started to find passion, right? So you don't have to come at it with passion, come at it with some simple interest. Is there something that kind of is interesting to you that you could spend some time really engaging with learning more about and taking towards mastery? And if you can do that, and then you actually start to get good, ooh, there's dopamine there. When you start to get good at something, that's when passion starts to come in. You go, ooh, I've got this skill. I can shoot free throws. Look at me. Boom, boom, boom. And that dopamine begins to fuel a deeper level of engagement, more mastery, right? More passion. So if you can find something that is of interest to you, you can begin to open that door towards mastery and towards passion. Doesn't even matter what it is. Find the thing, the one thing. And then my famous saying that I always say, pursue it ruthlessly to the to the exclusion of everything else, right? Because I always tell people, you will get further going 20 steps in one direction than one step in 20 directions. You're just a chicken with your head cut off trying all the things, right? Stop it. You have not yet, if you're a beginner particularly, you have not yet earned the right to diversification. Diversification is just a distraction. So in essence, pick one goal, right? One platform, like one Maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's YouTube, maybe it's Snapchat. It doesn't really matter. You're going to find people who've chosen one thing and become wildly successful on that one thing. And guess what? They're probably not very well uh, represented unless they're Gary Vee on another platform just yet because they've chosen to dominate a single platform and that's what they've become known for, right? Like you'll see me, I'm all over Facebook. I'm, I'm starting to dabble in some of the other platforms, but only because I earned the right I wasn't dabbling on those platforms last year. I was just, I made it my job to kill Facebook. I made it my job. So make it your job to dominate one thing, pursue one interest, become the master of one domain. And when you do that and you truly persist and focus and go to the exclusion of everything else, it's kind of hard not to succeed. We make this whole game harder than it is. Just focus, man. Just get there, right? Begin to understand that um, your success is intricately linked to your ability to focus. And when you begin to make that linkage and really deeply understand that, you will fight. You'll fight your own monkey mind. And that's the hardest battle we have. It's a wonderful quote that I love that says, um, would you rule an empire? Good. First rule yourself. And that's what we have got to do. We have got to master ourselves, master our monkey minds, master our inability to focus. It's a, it's a hard, hard job, but when you do that, everything else gets easier. I love this. I was thinking whether I should ask all guests like three different questions or the same. And I decided to go with the same. And how ridiculous is that Zeki and you answered like, Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> but you know what? It, 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 it's the truth that he and I have both independently come to through immense struggle with ourselves. This game is a game against yourself. Make no mistake. You are not, you are not competing with anybody else. You are competing with your lower self. You are competing with the self who wants to procrastinate, who wants to you know, be entertained, who wants to consume on social media instead of produce on social media. The self that wants to you know, be lazy, like we tend towards entropy. We tend towards chaos as human beings. We do not tend towards discipline or focus. And yet discipline and focus are the very things that will get us where we want to be. They, they are the bridge. And we've learned these lessons independently 
through a lot of pain and struggle with our lower selves. I, I can guarantee you. Absolutely. And you are like, not only, it's probably like connected. You're not only crushing the online game, but you are crushing your lower self. And I think you grow in a, your business grow in proportion with yourself. Amen. Amen. Russell Brunson says your personal, your, your net worth, your personal income will never outpace your personal development. And, and it's absolutely 100% true. The more and the more intensely you work on yourself, the more that benefit outflows to your business, to everything in your life. Absolutely. So true. <clears throat> All right. Question number, th- number three. So right. looking down your timeline and uh, you had obviously like all of us did failures, but what is the moment before you saw result and you were like, okay, I'm successful. Like before you saw it, was there any point in time that you can like pinpoint that was like, I know I'm going to make it like, there is no other way I'm going to be successful with whatever it is. Like, I know this is the way and this is the thing. Like, did you know it before you saw the results? Such a good question, man. Such a good question. So, um, I will tell you, there was a point in time last year where, um, you know, I, I, I'd had some success as an affiliate marketer. So I like was doing well with that. Um, I'd also had some failures as an affiliate market. Like, like it it wasn't all consistent, right? It was just kind of like, I was trying different things and some were successful, some weren't. I was still trying to find my footing. And then I decided to do the one group away challenge. And I kind of went dark for like, you know, three months just to create that before launching. And I know they say you shouldn't do that, but okay, I, I made the mistake. I did it. Thankfully it turned out, but, um, once it was created, once it was done and I saw the final product, I was like, this is pretty good. Gosh, like we poured our blood, sweat and tears into this thing. And I was like, huh? And, and you know, you never know. You never know. I could have wasted three months of my life and it could have flopped. You just never know. Right. But when you've created something and you step back as a creator and you look back and you go, I gave it everything I could. And maybe it's not perfect. I could have spent another six weeks perfecting, tweaking little things, but I was committed to launching in perfectly on the schedule we had set. And it was just like, all right, we're going to do it. There was a moment where I was like, okay, I gave it everything. And I, I like, I think it's good enough. And then, you know, I reached out to my coach, Liz, and, um, it was actually, I created the program and then reached out to her and I was like, I have to launch and I'm terrified. And uh, and, and, and she just poured, um, a, just a tremendous amount into me and energetically to really help me kind of unlock, um, the momentum that I needed to launch. And I, it was through conversations with her that I got into a place where I was like, oh, like, this is going to work. <laughs> like, I just like, Rah! and, uh, I felt like a freaking lion unlocked in me. And, um, there was no way I was going to fail. There was no way. There was just no way. And so I was going to do whatever it took to make sure it, it didn't fail. And thankfully I had been prescient enough to develop an affiliate army for this launch. And we got the affiliates excited. Like it just, it started to kind of climax towards launch and boom, when it happened and we started to see, and then it just was like, yeah, it took off. So, but, but, but my energy had to be in the right place. Like my mindset had to be in the right place so that I could help carry this and push this forward and, and maintain momentum through a two month launch. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty intense. Um, but 
yeah, there, there was a moment of not knowing, kind of seeing it come to life and go, all right, it's got some good chances. And then I had to reach out to a coach to really get myself into a place where I could sustain that kind of momentum through the launch and push it. But yeah, it, it worked out. But I'll tell you, the, the 12 months where I was creating it, they were dark. They were dark. They were dark. I wasn't making any money. I, it was like, I was still in eat what you kill mode, you know, but when you're an affiliate frequently, it's like, you know, if, if you're not out there, like beating the drum of whatever promo you're doing, you're not making money, right? If you don't have like sales funnels set up. So I didn't have a whole lot of assets. I wasn't running a lot of paid traffic or anything like that. And so because I was creating creation mode is a whole different energy than like build mode and promo mode, totally different energies. So I wasn't out there beating the drum. I wasn't out there making a whole lot of affiliate commission at the time. I was quietly building, watching no money come in and freaking out. And so I I was in a space of like a lot of insecurity prior to launching. Um, And so it took tremendous coaching to get me into a space where I was confident enough to just be like, yeah, let's go. Here we are. Right. So, so these are some of the things you don't see in the background of people who, who have to get themselves into a state to take something to market. That's beautiful. Do you think people can cultivate that, like that belief in themselves? I think they have to, I think they have to. I think that there's a reason that the one funnel away challenge starts with belief week. I think that there's a reason that my coach said to me when I hired her, this game is 99% mindset and 1% strategy and tech mindset is everything. And if you don't believe in yourself, in your, in the inevitability of your success, in the inevitability of your mission, in your purpose, in your why, all of those things. If you don't carry that level of confidence with you, and if it doesn't seep into everything you do, um, you know, your people aren't either. Listen, sales is just, sales is just the transference of confidence from one person to the next. That's it. That's all sales is. The transference of confidence from one person to the next. If you don't own that, then it's going to be hard for your prospects to buy in, right? So um, I think that cultivating that belief is vital, vital. And it's super powerful inside of, you know, um, mentorship relationships, coaching programs, et cetera. Having others who believe in you is a really powerful um, vehicle to help you internalize belief, but ultimately do not become dependent or addicted on their belief in you. That's a recipe for failure. You do not want to look for validation externally. You want to learn how to internalize and, and give yourself, you know, fill your own cup. Absolutely. Uh, I love that advice because it rings true, not only for business, but for life. Whenever Amen. we are seeking like outside validation, whether it's for our looks, are we good en- enough yeah. or whatever it may be, like we're, we'll never be sustainably long-term happy. No, so. no, no, you're right. That's beautiful. All right, sister. I I love this. Thank you so much again for coming. Could you could you tell the listeners where they can find you and connect with you online? Absolutely. First off, anytime I get to hang out with you, it's a total pleasure. So thank you for having me. I appreciate you. What an honor. Um, and uh it's been it's been a joy to watch your journey. You're just you're just fantastic. You're amazing. And I I just am like all I want is to just continue to watch you to succeed. It's a beautiful thing. So 
And then for you guys watching, um, I would love to hang out with you. Uh, you know, being, being a, a Facebook groups girl, I would love for you to come hang out in my Facebook group. I am inside of the digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs group. I know that's a mouthful. We'll say it again. Digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. You can come hang out with me in there. And, uh, we got a great crew. Mia drugs in there. We're, we're always hanging out and, uh, sharing good stuff in there. So I'd love to have you be part of our community. Yeah, links will be at affiliatejourney.co slash 50. Very cool. Because number of the episode. Number 50 episodes, love it. Good stuff, man, good stuff. Congrats. Thank you. And if you are watching on YouTube, obviously it will be in the description down below. So Alex, thanks for the kind words and can't wait to meet you in person. Like I cannot wait to give you a big old hug in person. Absolutely, it'll be a pleasure, my friend. All right. Everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and or watching. <laughs> and Alex, awesome talking to you again. Always. All the best. Thanks, man. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Isn't she amazing or what? Oh, I still get the chills. Like, I love listening to her. Uh, I follow her journey and I definitely recommend you follow her as well. You can find the links again at affiliatejourney.co slash 50 so yeah connect with alex she is just an amazing person and also very very knowledgeable business wise all right up to our next guest who is actually a very dear friend of mine paul gray is working full-time online and he has his own digital marketing agency uh, he's very skillful with a lot of stuff and i just love learning from him our episode uh, on the podcast before was awesome and i always always love talking to him so enjoy the episode all right everyone we are we are proceeding with our guests and guest number three is none other than good friend of mine mr paul gray uh Paul wears a lot of hats in his business and he's quite knowledgeable a lot about a lot of stuff. One of the reasons I love talking to him. Uh, Paul, welcome to this special, special episode and welcome to the show again, brother. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, congratulations on your 50th episode. Like I'm really pumped. I remember when you just started um, and yeah, you've done crazy stuff with it. So yeah, well done. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming again. It's it's awesome having you here. So as you already know, this episode is tailored with just three questions. So uh, let's get to it. First question, what made you continue after failing for some time? And like what kept you going after not seeing those uh, those results? Because I feel a lot of people get stuck because they are unsure of whether they should continue down this road without seeing results or should they switch to the next thing that's a really good question and you know the thing is i would say maybe it's my stubbornness that kept me going um you know everyone's different and one thing for me is like i'm that type of person who wants to like prove people um so that's probably my reason for sticking with it but you know there's also that sort of time and that sort of belief that you've got to realize that you sometimes have to cut if it's not working for you. Um, and it all really comes down to yourself. Like you've got to spend time having some introspection, being reflective about what you do and realizing what is for you and what isn't for you. You know, we don't all have the same talents in this life. 
some of us are more talented with other things. And if you start doing something and you're seeing results, you know, even if the results aren't massive, you know, you're just sharing posts on Facebook and you find that you, people relate to the way you write or you're making videos on lives or stuff and you realize that people like that. Um, or you, you, let's say you found ClickFunnels and you decided to build funnels and that's working out really well for you, is you got to find out and you got to feel what's working and what isn't. You know, if you keep pushing along with something that's not very helpful, you're going to get angry, you're going to get frustrated. So if it's not in line with who you are as a person, you're not going to find success. But that being said, when you do find that success, when you start to like play with funnels and you realize that you have a knack for it, you've got to go 100%. And at the end of the day, it comes down to your mindset. You know, if you're thinking correctly, if you know, you have an understanding of yourself, you're always going to be successful with what you do. But if you haven't got that understanding, no matter how good you are at something, you're either going to quit too soon or you're going to do something that at the end of the day doesn't bring you the results that you want. Yeah, that makes absolute sense, brother. I love the mindset at, at the end. I think it's really crucial and detrimental to our success, whether it's offline or online or whatever it may be. All right, let's jump to the second question, which is, what would your top three tips be for people who are new to online business or online marketing, affiliate marketing, whatever it may be? And what would your top three tips be for people that are already in it for some time? Maybe they've been learning, maybe they've been trying a lot of different stuff, but nothing seemed to work for them. I mean, it could be the same three things. It could be different, whatever, but I'm curious on your take on it. It's tricky. It's because, you know, it's two different things completely. But with everything in this life and, um, you know, reflecting back to myself that when I got started is, um, okay, well, let's take myself, for instance. When I first got started with anything to do with online marketing, I had no intention to become a funnel designer and, you know, to run an agency. You know, what I first did was I was at university and I was bored and I thought I could make money online. So I started a blog on Weebly and, you know, it's a terrible um, tool to use and it's not something you can use to monetize very easily. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, you know, the thing is, there's two things. There's that one thing is you've got to do it. You actually have got to take the step, take that action and do something. You know, you might end up wasting money or wasting time or whatever, but if you don't do it, You'll never know. Uh, you know, I'd rather do something and it not work out than never have done it in the first place. So even though you might not have the knowledge or the skills or the experience at the moment, the key is to start doing. The more you do, the more you can adjust from there. I think the best teacher in life is doing rather than educating. You know, it's always good to get an education and to have an understanding. But until you actually do it, it's something that you're never going to know if it's for you or not for you. So I think the key to getting started definitely has to be, you've got to do it. Even if it's something that, you know, you're not sure of yet, um, at least try it. 
you know, do your research, go look it up, uh, go online. You know, all of these things that people are doing online now from affiliate marketing to drop shipping to Amazon FBA, there have been so many people that have done it before that it is possible to do it and it is possible to be successful. And there are so many places to learn about this. The thing that separates those that achieve and those that don't is those that do. Um, and then also my thing to people who are sort of have been trying something for a long time and it's not working is you got to take two approaches for that is either you got to think that, am I doing it correctly or is this something that's not for me? So, you know, you might, let's say you're a funnel builder, but you've been using builder all and you just drag and drop everything you want all over the place. Um, and you're wondering why you're not getting results. You got to then sit back and be like, okay, hold on. What have other people done? What kind of success are they having? You know, it's not that you're copying someone else. It's that you're learning and you're modeling from their existence. And the whole point of human existence is that we've learned from past generations. If you're not willing to learn from the past, you're never going to have a better future. So if that's the, the cause or the problem is you got to sit and think, hey, am I doing this right? You know, ask somebody else, hey, this is what I've been doing. And that's why I think it's important to have a mentor of some sorts um, is because of something like that. And then if you realize it's not for you, move on to the next thing. The sooner you can realize that you're doing what's not for you, the quicker you need to cut it. But also you've got to be careful because you might be doing something that you're good at and you don't want to waste your talent by jumping from ship to ship to ship. Yeah, absolutely. That shiny object can be a bitch, really. <laughs> and you reminded me, <laughs> you reminded me like at the beginning of my journey. And I can't say at the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey because it was at my journey of trying to make money online. And I didn't even know about like funnels or entrepreneurship or affiliate marketing even. And I was like trying just to earn money. Like there were like, no filling surveys, uh, filling captcha, and other ridiculous stuff. And to your point, like uh, had I not went through it, I never would have gotten here where I am today. And we probably wouldn't be talking right now, and maybe helping other people have their um, aha moments. So I think it's important, even if like it's you're never really going to have that perfect clarity in the next five years what will happen hell even in the next two months like things change so quickly and it's important to keep keep doing and keep taking action for sure all right let's let's jump to the third question like looking down your timeline from before uh could you clearly now with your perspective could you clearly pinpoint the moment in time when you still didn't see any result, but you had in your mind, like, I'm going to succeed with this. Like, I just know it, even though I didn't, whether it's earn money or whatever, uh, we use as a result. Uh, but could you like pinpoint that before you actually had result? And could other people see it before they maybe give up? Like, what is that moment? Hmm. That's an interesting sort of way of phrasing it. And like, yeah, no, I think um, 
It's also, you know, we could go back to the whole mindset thing as well, but it's one of those things that, you know, I found that like I had success when I started out, but then it dwindled because, you know, I wasn't on the right path and I, I kind of didn't understand what I was doing. Um, and I, I like, I'm thankful for it. You know, I learned a lot in all the struggles and stuff. Um, and going through those struggles have kind of given me the success I've got now. But it's also one of those things that I started to see sort of that, you know, I was going to be successful um, or as successful as I am now. Um, when I sort of got into a routine and I started to basically jot down everything I did and make sure that I sort of put in like a system in place that I knew that once I was doing this, this was happening. And, you know, you could basically tick off, oh, you know, I'm having success with this. I'm having success with that. Um, I'm starting to see results from these things. Is The best way to know is to have some sort of a journal or Excel spreadsheet or whatever and, you know, go sit back and look, what did I achieve in the last year? What did I achieve in the last month? What did I achieve yesterday? You know, is every time you do something, what was the result? If the result is starting to look better, then you're on the right path. And um, once you start to see it because you've written it down, you're going to start like spurring yourself on for the future as well. So I find that if you don't like write it down or have something to show you that you're having success, you, you, you're not going to see it. It's not something you visually see. You don't feel successful because you started to see results. I mean, obviously, you see a big paycheck coming, you feel happy, but you don't know that you've been successful. Success comes from looking at all the small things that built, make that up. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And uh, a lot of times when we see other people's successes, we don't see those little things. We don't see that habit. We don't see the struggle behind the success. And it's so easy to overlook that and miss the, the big picture of all the steps that actually took to get there. A lot of people nowadays say like, you find the people like a role model, if you will, like someone who is super successful and just model them. But the thing is, uh, depending on how far they are at their journey, it's not quite logical to model them. Like you can't really model Jeff Bezos right now and like, I'll have that money, I'll just model him. Like it doesn't really well, work you, that way. You could model him if you decide to go and start a business in your garage <laughs> and in 20 years, be success. And the thing is, people don't want to look at behind the scenes. And a lot of the times you also don't see the behind the scenes of successful people. You only see once they've made it. Exactly. And like, if you look at yourself and me, it's like, we wake up early every morning. Like I wake up at five and I work like the whole day through. You work your normal job and you work afterwards. And you know, you're spending so many hours doing this. And yeah, you know, you and me talk about it and maybe you mention it a bit on the podcast, but like lots of people won't see that. And one day in a couple of years time, I turn around and people are like, oh yeah, you know, Mjodrak and Paul, they, they just did this and we saw a couple of things online and they were successful. Um, but you, you're never going to see what it took to be successful. It comes down to who's going to work the hardest. Yeah, I think that's, that's a huge part of it. All right, brother. 
thanks again for being a guest of a podcast. It's always a pleasure talking to you, uh, whether it's recorded or not. Uh, <laughs> could you share with listeners where they can find you and connect with you online? Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, thank you for having me again. And um, if you want to connect with me, check out my Facebook. Um, everything's basically on there at the moment for my community stuff, for digital marketing and growth. And if you're more interested in agency work, my funnel building, running ads, those types of stuff, uh, digitalmarketingandgrowth.com should sort you out. And if yeah, you want to learn more about like how to use funnels as an affiliate marketer or how to sort of build your own product online, I have a five-day challenge that we're sort of in the middle of. We've had a couple issues, but we're relaunching it again soon. So keep an eye on that if you just head over to my Facebook profile. Yeah, and as always, all links will be at the show notes at affiliatejourney.co slash 50, and that is in numbers, five zero. So just go affiliatejourney.co slash five zero, and you can find all the links over there. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening and or watching. Don't forget to subscribe. Go follow Paul. Uh, he's an awesome guy. And again, Paul, thanks so much for being a guest, brother. Pleasure, bro. Goodbye, everyone. Paul delivers value as always. All right, we are just over the health. I still got a lot of goodies for you. Just wait before you hear the next two guests. Uh, first one is Mr. Jonathan Montoya. Our episode crushed it last time. People loved it. He has such a genuine way of giving value, like he holds nothing back and he's super knowledgeable in whatever avenue he strikes, like whether it's YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook, Facebook groups. He just crushes it and he's making a lot of money after I think less than a year of affiliate marketing. So majority of people who are in this series of five interviews are crushing it in such a short amount of time. So I'm sure that you can as well. So here we are proceeding with three same questions. Enjoy the interview. Hello everyone, we are proceeding and this is interview number four with none other than Mr. Jonathan Montoya. Our episode crushed it last time and people really, really enjoyed it. So I was super happy to invite him back on this special 50th episode celebration. So Jonathan, welcome back to the podcast. Awesome having you here, brother. Hey, Mil Drag, I'm super excited, man. Yeah, I, I had a blast last time. I'm super happy that our episode did really well. So let's crush it again, part two. Yeah, you you can do that in such a short amount of time. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as with previous three interviews, we have the same three questions. So we want to see, do they overlap with all people? And so far, they pretty much did. Uh, Anyway, let's jump to the first question, which is, uh, what made you continue after failing at first, after not seeing that result? Because I find a lot of people like start failing and then either give up or move to the next thing. So what kept you going when you saw no results, no money coming in? Like what kept you in this online game, man? Yeah, that's a great question, man. So, I mean, back when I was doing like drop shipping and other stuff back in the day, I, you know, I would fail and I would actually just stop doing things because I just didn't have my mindset right. So now 
I was able to build that, you know, my mindset, like, like, okay, Hey, this is going to take a while. Like, cause back then I would just do things like drop shipping and other stuff I didn't really care about just to kind of make money. But now when I got into this business, which is affiliate marketing, YouTube, I realized that this is a long-term game. It's not going to come overnight. So once I knew that and I put my mind right that, okay, you know, it's going to take a while. You're going to learn. Yeah. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have some successes, some failures. Um, you know, once I knew that, once I, I told myself that and I was like, okay, the, the failure is bound to happen. So, um, you know, I just got through it. Plus I had a really strong why. And my main why was, you know, I, I wanted to leave the nine to five. I wanted to have more time with my family. So, uh, you know, there's going to be those days where like, you just don't want to work. You don't want to make a YouTube video. You don't want to make a Facebook post. Like you just don't want to do it, but you know, you have to have that strong why into getting through those days. And knowing that and knowing that I'm going to make it, but you know, it's going to take a, you know, it's going to take a little bit. It just depends on everybody. Uh, that's what got me through those days when uh, I failed. Plus failure is a good thing. If you really, um, you dive deep into a lot of the people that have been super successful, all their main successes have come from, from failures because you have to learn, right? I mean, that's, that's the main part of this thing is you have to learn to fail before you succeed. So, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, I love that thing that you add with a strong why. I think that's mm -hmm. oftentimes neglected. Like people are looking into a new strategy, new tactics, something new. But if they don't have that strong why, and I think I mentioned this, was it in my second interview or I'm not sure where, but I spoke with my friend like yesterday and he wanted to start like a Twitch channel, YouTube channel and to work something online. And he mentioned that like four months ago and I met him yesterday. I was like, did you start it? And he was like, man, I don't have time. And he, he has like a decent job, decent salary over here. And I was like, dude, you don't have that fire. You don't have that strong why that's like, I have to cut it out and I have to make it with this. So I think you're definitely on point. Like without that strong why, you can't bear those failures and you can't really proceed. Yeah. I mean, you can basically like a lot of people will start, like I've had a lot of friends that like, Oh, you know, I want to do what you're doing. And they kind of just start it just because they hear about the money. And then, you know, when things get really hard and we don't see results, which you're not going to see in the beginning, I promise you that, you know, then you're going to fail. You're going to stop you know, you're just not going to keep going. So yeah, it's, you know, hundred percent true. Listen to this man and get your wine place before you start this hard, hard game. All right. Let us go to the question number two, which is Please. what would be your top three tips for super new people who like heard this, like maybe your friends, uh, who were like, Oh, you can make this online thing work, whether it's affiliate marketing, marketing their own product, whatever it may be. And second part of the question, they may overlap or not, is like, what would your three tips be for people that are already in, like they are learning, trying stuff, maybe tried YouTube, maybe blog posts, or maybe Facebook groups, but they haven't still saw success. So they keep on jumping on to do other things. Like what would your top three tips be? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, let's see. So if I was just starting over and, you know, I, I told myself three tips, I would basically say um, this might not be a popular question because most people just want the strategy right away. Right. So, you know, I would say number one would be 
start getting your mindset right. So start reading like personal development books, uh, listen to podcasts. I mean, this, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, especially this podcast. You know, listen to Dean Graciosi, um, listen to, uh, I mean, there's just a ton of podcasts out there, guys. Uh, instead of like driving, to work and just listening to music, like just listen to podcasts all day, listen to audio books. Like that's the, that's like the biggest tip I would say is like getting your mind right into, you know, start getting to the mind of these people's like head, like they're successful for a reason. So, you know, that, that'd be number one. Number two, um, obviously you have to learn the strategy. So, you know, whether it depends on your budget, if you don't have a lot of money, start watching YouTube videos and start piecing things together. Um, you know, and there's, you know, if, if you find something that you want to do, start taking action. Don't just like watch videos and listen and, you know, take courses, but don't do anything right. Like actually take action. Like for me, um, that's one thing that I was really good at. I would like watch a video and I would literally take action like right there or take notes or wherever I was at. So, um, you know, like, like I said, number two is like, if you don't have money, take, you know, watch YouTube videos or, or buy a course, buy a course that, um, is really going to uh, take you to that next level. And then number three, uh, really model someone that has success for me when I wanted to start my YouTube channel. I modeled a few different people, but uh, basically like look at what they're doing. A lot of people kind of do what they say, which is okay, but actually look at what they're doing. Like, you know, like what are they doing? Like what are they doing in their description? Like for YouTube, for example, what are they doing in their description? What kind of tags are they using? What kind of thumbnails are they using? Um, like really dive deep into why that person's doing that and ask yourself questions like why are they doing that and what you know like I should should I be doing that as well and then do that with a few different people and find a pattern of success right Tony Robbins always says you know you just want to model successful people and that's the same thing with anything YouTube blogging uh, Facebook groups you know whatever anything I've ever done is is modeled you know that those type of people so that would be my top three tips for for beginners. Um, and then you said top three tips for like, if you're in the trenches right now, but are not seeing still some results and you're unsure, are you on the right path or not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, so that was kind of me and let's see here. So about five months in, I really wasn't seeing too much results. I was seeing some, but like, you know, um, I guess I would say if you have the money, hire a mentor, um, you know, that's definitely what t- took me to the next level is I hired a mentor. Um, if not, then uh, make some really good connections and, you know, start kind of masterminding with other people kind of on your same level and, you know, see if you can help them out, see if you can, uh, they can help you out because this game gets really lonely, especially when you're not seeing results and, um, you know, people don't believe in what you're doing. Uh, you know, especially like, my family, my, uh, my friends, like they, they're like, you're crazy, man. Like, I don't know what the heck you're doing. I, I wouldn't even want to explain it to them. So it's good to find people that are in your same, you know, doing what you're doing and just kind of mastermind with them and it gets your mind right. Right. Because, uh, like I said, if you're lonely and you're going to be, obviously we're, you know, online entrepreneurs. So what we're doing, it's like, uh, you know, we get really, um, in our own thing, our own zone. So it's good to just kind of network a little bit, especially, you know, Facebook, you know, in your own city, wherever you can. Um, I think that's a big thing. Um, let's see here. Let's see. That was, I think that was kind of like three tips into one, but that would be, that would be the main thing if you were, you know, beginning. Uh, number two, let's see here. What would I do if I were seeing, not seeing results? Um, I would try to honestly step back and look at my strategy. You know, um, I do a lot of one-on-one coaching. And, you know, they, like I have people that have been doing this for a while, like even a couple of years. And I'm like, 
hey, well, what are your numbers? What are your actual numbers? Like, well, I'll, I'll dive deep. Like, okay, let's look at your opt-in page. What's your percentage here? Oh, that's not working. Okay, we need to fix that. And I start diving deep into their business. Oh, let's look at your emails. Oh, okay, these emails aren't working. Okay, let's look at your traffic source. Let's look at your YouTube channel and really give yourself a good audit. Like something's obviously not working. Um, and you know, I'll, I'm, I'm like a numbers guy. So I look at the numbers and if the numbers don't make sense, we got to do something to fix that. So, uh, I would really dive deep, like step back and really like see what's going on in your business because, uh, I, I think you'd be surprised. Like a lot of people just say, Oh, you know, like, you know, they get something set up a long time ago and they don't really give them, give themselves an, an audit. Even me now, like, I'm like, okay, let me look at my opt-in pages. I can still fix this. I can fix this. You know, just every little thing, um, your whole process can be improved. So I would definitely recommend that as far as like a strategy base. And then uh, last thing here is like, always invest guys, always invest in yourself, whether it's books, courses, mentorships, uh, masterminds. Like for me, like I started making some money and I threw it back into my business. I didn't just spend it. I just like, I threw it back into my own, you know, myself. Like I invested into masterminds. I went to Funnel Hacking Live. Um, you know, like I said, whatever you can afford, like invest back in yourself, even if it's like a $7 book, like always invest in yourself. Because if, if you don't have that strong mindset, you're not going to get through those days. So same thing there. But yeah, man, man I love that. And those answers so much. I could literally talk five hours about them. And <laughs> what I really love about is like three same questions to different people. Uh, you made some similar points, like, uh, some things that you were mentioning uh, also like were mentioned by Zeki and by Alex as well. And it's awesome to see like all four of you, Paul as well, uh, mentioned some kind of personal development mindset stuff. I think that's important. That That's what got me. I got into personal development before I got into like anything online. And I think it's correlated. Alex also said like when she grew personally, then her business just blew out of proportion. So I'm definitely with that. Always, always invest in yourself and in your business. That's detrimental, detrimental. And I really love that answer, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. Uh, let's go to the question number th number three. So if, when you look back into your timeline, uh, could you pinpoint a moment in time before you saw results and obviously knew like, oh, that's working, it's going to succeed. Before you saw that, was there a moment when you were like, I know this is going to work. Like I didn't make any money at the moment, but I just, I know it, I can feel it. Like, could you pinpoint that moment? And second part of the questions, the question is, can people who still haven't seen result, uh, can they maybe recognize that moment on their own journey before maybe they give up? Like, should they keep going? Like, yeah, no, great question, man. So my, when I remember when I like started my YouTube channel, um, you know, the first I started in May, 2019. So, you know, obviously I did videos in May, June, July, and then kind of like beginning August is when I kind of started beginning some, like a little bit of uh, momentum. Right. So I was decently consistent, like not as much as I should have been, but I was consistent. And, um, you know, like I, I like that book, the compound effect, right? So you do little things every single day and stay consistent. So like say a video a day or a video a week, whatever your goal is, if you're doing YouTube, 
and I was consistent and, you know, I was starting to see results every single month was like, okay, you know, I got five subscribers next month. I got 50 next month. I got a hundred, whatever it was. So I started seeing that momentum and you, you kind of look at, you know, like I said, I'm a numbers guy. So I started looking at the numbers from May to, um, it was August at this point. And that's, I was like, okay, I'm seeing some growth. That's good. And from there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be where I want to be. I just got to continue to do it. So I always tell people, you know, stay consistent for at least six months, six months, pick a strategy, pick one traffic source, pick one like a uh, product, whatever you're trying to do. Right. And then just like do it for six months, at least six months and see where you're at. You know, you should be growing. If you're doing something every single day, guys, one of the best books that changed my life was the compound effect. Like that really like it changed my mindset. Cause I was like, okay, just like, cause we're in the trenches, right? Like you, you, um, you get caught up in the day to day, like, Oh, you know, I, today I've posted a video. I got zero views or I put a Facebook post. No one saw it, whatever. But look at it in a long-term way, like six months, that's not even that long-term, but I was looking at it and I was like, okay, I'm seeing the results now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some momentum. So at that point, in, uh, I remember it was August before my daughter was born, actually, I started uh, seeing that those, that momentum go up and I was excited. And I was like, okay, I'm not seeing that many results yet, but I just continue what I'm doing and even go harder at it. And I'm going to see the results. And since then, uh, August, um, it's gone even like exponentially has gone a lot, you know, um, bigger. And yeah, that was that point in time where I was like, okay, I'm good. I just got to continue doing it and I got to continue working hard. And then uh, August was like my first, you know, big month when it came to like YouTube and affiliate marketing, which is what I do. So yeah, that was, um, what was your second part of the question? Uh, can people like before they see their result, like, uh, do you have any suggestions as to how can they pinpoint that part of their journey? Like, should they continue with that? Like you said, maybe compound effect, maybe mm-hmm. they are having, I don't know, blog and they're not seeing result. Like, how can they know, oh, this is going to succeed versus this might not be for me. Let me go over here. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Just look at the numbers and like, like say, hey, well, I, I'm seeing results, whatever it is. Like if you're getting, you know, if you're tracking by opt-ins or visitors or whatever it is, look at it like after doing it, you know, four to six months and you see like, okay, now I'm starting to see results. Now I just got to double down, you know, got to do more blogs. I got to do more videos. I got to do more Facebook posts. Got to do more ads, whatever you're doing, just like look at it in a long-term way. And, um, I think that's, as long as you're still doing something every single day, you can kind of like see the results, even though if you're not seeing it like from the day to day, because the day to day, you're not going to see too many results. Like there's some days where you'll, you'll get some crazy results, but you know, you want to look at it long-term, right? That's the, that's the main thing. So hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, it did. And again, we had a overlap, both like Alex and Zeki said, focus on one thing, one product and do it for several months and see where it goes. It's, it's amazing that there isn't, I mean, although maybe all of you arrive to the similar pla- uh, place with maybe different strategies and tactics, but there are like some core pillars and core things that all of you did to see success. And that was kind of the point of this, this episode. So I really, really love those answers, man. Uh, all right. So thank you for taking your time to come here again. It's always a pleasure talking to you, brother. Uh, could you share with the listeners where they may find you and connect with you online? 
For sure, man. Hey, I appreciate you uh, bringing me back. I had a great time. We'll definitely have to do it again. But you can find me um, on YouTube. That's my main platform. So Passive Income Lifestyles. And that should be, you can find me, you know, on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook, just with Passive Income Lifestyles. You should be able to find me. And yeah, thanks again. Yeah, as always, you heard the previous three interviews, show notes for all five interviews will be at affiliatejourney.co slash 50 with numbers. So all the links are over there. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And links on in the YouTube will be obviously in the description if you are watching this. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And Jonathan, it's been a pleasure, brother. Thanks, Mildred. Goodbye, everyone. Jonathan really is a force of nature. I always love listening to him and I do consume his content. I definitely uh, advise you to do so. Uh, again, links will be at affiliatejourney.co slash 50. And I hope you're not tired because we have one more guest less guests but certainly not least uh, quite in fact he is a man who managed to uh, knock down not one not two but three two comma club rewards and not only that he did over 10 million dollars in sales with one funnels yes i'm talking about him one and only jeffrey bennett known as the funnel dog he's also like not just super knowledgeable funnel wise and business wise but he's such a humble and genuine person and i think you can hear that in both this episode and the first initial episode that we did on our podcast and i really admire that about him uh, so yeah enjoy the interview all right, everyone, we are here for our last out of five interviews. And boy, did we save the sweetest for the last because this man right here, I'm telling you, if you want to learn from someone, then you go to him. He's, he's just rewards for the past couple of years. It's not even like some people are two decades in this business and they haven't achieved half as this guy. So... I'm super, super pleased to welcome Mr. Jeffrey Bennett back to Affiliate Journey. Hi, What's man. What's up, brother? Thanks for having me on, man. Man, it's it's just such a pleasure and privilege to have you back here. Like our first episode was awesome, and I can't wait to hear this one. I you you crash just that much more rewards in like what six months? It's it's ridiculous. What's your secret? <laughs> Uh, like we were talking about making sure you know your avatar, man. That helps a lot for sure. And, and just, uh, the other thing too, it's funny, um, that you asked that because I just had a problem with one of my funnels that went off where, um, I think too often and, and I get, I got in this problem too, with this one particular product, we forget to position our funnels and we're talking about a journey where we're going from where this person is to whatever problem our funnel is solving. That's like the hero's journey. And the problem is so far too often we position the product as the hero, right? It products a hero when the person reading the funnel or the viewer of the funnel needs to be positioned as the hero. So it's actually helping them on a journey versus all about the product. It needs to be more about the person. Does that make sense? It absolutely does, like dropping golden nuggets before we even started. <laughs> I love so it. I just something that came up recently, and I was just like, it, it was one of the problems that I 
I fell into the funnel. And I just want to bring that up to so many people that like, make sure that when someone's reading or going through your funnel, that they feel like it's their journey, that they are the ones going through it. Their pain points, their problems, their life is being changed by going through it. Not, hey, look at how cool this course is or these products or this. Because all in all, no matter how many products you have listed, if it's not going to emotionally make this person feel like they're going to be changed or they're going to have their problem solved, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. It's for a journey and it's for the result they are seeking, actually. Most often transformation, maybe. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time, especially with info products, you're usually looking for a transformation of some sort to happen within, you know. Yeah, exactly. All right. So for this special 50 episode, we have like three questions only. And I'm asking every guest the same questions. So pretty much the the answers overlapped, which is pretty cool. So I'm very interested to to hear your answers. So let's dive into the first one, which is uh, when you were starting out, what made you continue after first like failing and failing because a lot of the a lot of people find find themselves like uh, going after one thing then another and failing and what made you persevere and before you hit that result so this might sound sort of cheesy but it was just like this inner belief in myself that i knew that i was destined to do something more than just be the average dude, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I felt like I was capable of so much more and knew that if I gave up that I'd never know, you know? So that's the one thing, you know, about quitting when you quit, you never know what's possible. You know, it's, it stops right here. So, um, I think that was one of the things that drive me. And the fact that we were honored in man you know if you guys have heard the story before you know we were down and out broke had no money we were about to get kicked out of our place you know like it was terrible so it's like you know i had to go all in it was i didn't have any choice it was it was uh you know go all in or or we're not i mean you know i mean there was not there wasn't a choice so yeah i I was it was just a belief that i could do more that i was meant for more um and that, uh, you know, my back was against the wall to some degree with that. So that was part of the thing, too, that the reason why I had such success, because I didn't really have a choice but to go all in, you know. I'm curious, like you said, it was a bad situation, like your back were against the wall. But what gave you that belief you first said, like, I had belief, like... A lot of people, when they are like in that bad situation, they are like, I am useless, incapable. They have these limiting beliefs. But what gave you that belief? Russell Brunson, man. As crazy as <laughs> that, like Russell did, man. Russell, seeing him, seeing his journey, seeing what he was doing with the click funnels, you know, seeing the, the vision with funnels and killing the websites and taking over, like, I just believed in that vision as much as he did to some degree. And because of that, it it helped me through that. Like I was like, this is it, man. This is going, funnels are going to be the future. And I just held on to that with everything I knew, you know? I love that. Russell, if you are watching or listening to this, you're the man. (laughs) (laughs) He is, man. Russell is definitely the man. (laughs) All right. Let us dive to the second question. And it is, what would your top three tips be? Uh, and this is two part question. Like first part is what would your top three tips be for people who are new to online business? Like they, 
they realize they want something more out of that other than that like nine to five maybe they want to start their own business or could be affiliate marketing whatever it may be so what would your top three tips be for them and okay the let me second, answer that one first okay, let me answer okay. that one first so top three tips for someone starting out first of all be ready to fail like it's gonna happen like you need to look at failure as a stepping stone to success rather than a failure you know like if you're a scientist or a doctor, you know, and you're doing experiments, the reason you're doing experiments is to be able to find failures so that you can find so many failures, eventually find the solution. Very rarely do we mix chemicals together and it just boom pops out or we make our first funnel or send out our first email or do our first Facebook live or whatever it is. And it's perfect. So be ready for failure. The good thing is about failure, especially when you're first starting out is no one's listening right now. They don't, they're not looking. So now is the time to mess up, man. Now is the time to be a goofball. If you look at like, when you went to Funnel Hacking Live a couple of years ago, Peng June was up there. He just got the 10X or the like 25 or 50 million this year and realized like six years ago, he showed this video and it was so bad. It was the first time he ever did a pre- like the, the instructor that was trying to teach him how to, how to do the presentation was like, almost making fun of him during the, it was so bad, but realize if he hadn't started there and evolved, he wouldn't be where he is today. So, you know, be ready to fail. That's the first thing you got to be ready to fail and don't look at it as a failure. Again, look at it as a stepping stone to success. It's every time you fail, you should almost be glad because it's one less step away from that success, man. What if you have to do five failures to succeed? Sweet. On number four, you're one away. You know, you don't, no one knows that. And that ties into the second thing is don't ever give up because you could be at that number four failure and number five could be that success. We never know. We never know how great we can be if we give up. I mean, like if we stop now, all we can be is right here. You know, that's it. So always, always persevere and push through. Realize no matter how bad it is right now, it will get better. And here's something else that you always want to be is no matter how bad it is, be grateful for where you are because this crappy as it is for you, someone else would give their right arm to be there right now, you know? And even, then that third, it, go ahead. Sorry. Even you would in a, just a different situation, like say something bad were to happen, like one hour ago you were ungrateful and you would give everything just to be in that same situation. So. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, man. You got to realize, like, we, we only get one shot at this. And, and uh, you know, no matter where you are, somebody else would give everything to be there, just like you would give everything to be the next step up. So appreciate, be grateful, be gratitude. Like, that's one thing that really, when people are like, what drives, you know, like, sit down and really be grateful for what you have, whether it's your health or whatever, no matter how bad it is, realize there's always something to be grateful for. You know, um, the other day I was driving in traffic and it was weird, but I was grateful because I was able, we were, we were, this was like six months. This is almost a year ago. Actually, we were going to Disneyland and I was stuck in LA traffic and I was grateful because you know what? I was able to have the life to where I was with my wife driving on a Tuesday to go to Disneyland. 
You know how many people would give the right arm to be able to do that? So instead of being upset about being stuck in traffic, I was able to actually look inside and be grateful to be stuck in that traffic. You know, so so that's what you got to be grateful. And then the third thing is you have to be willing to and ready to evolve. Realize the person you are now is not the person you're going to be when you hit 10 figures, nine figures, six figures, whatever figure you want to hit. That person is not who you are today. And you have to start training just like a professional athlete to be that person you want to become. Realize where that person's going to be doing, you know, like realize if you want to run in your own company, realize you're not going to be doing all the mediocre tasks of running everything. You have to be able to delegate. You're going to evolve. Realize when you're making 10,000 a month, when you're making a hundred thousand, when you're making a million a month, every time you become a different person, start working towards that person and be open to it. Do not keep doing the same things every day because you can't change. If you keep doing the same things you're doing a day, every day, you tell me how it's possible for you to be a different person. And unless those things, of course, are you doing things to make you evolve. You know what I mean? So you got to be ready for the change, man. Got to be ready and know that it's coming. Because if you don't accept it, you don't move forward, you don't do those things to change, you'll be the same person watching this a year from now when we're celebrating it a year from now. You know what I'm saying? Those are the three things. Oh man, I love all three and uh, gratitude didn't came up actually. And I really love that you mentioned that. And as far as evolving, it's like one of my main mantras, like for every day is be a bit better than you were yesterday. So 100%. yeah, like even looking back two months, I can see progress just two months, let alone like entire year ago. I'm like a different person and can't wait to yep. see more. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. And a year from now, you can be a totally different person or you can be the same person. It's up to you. It's up to you. Exactly. All right. Second part of the question, they, the answers may overlap. So we'll see. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. So what would your top three tips be for people that are already Sometime like they soak their feet, they are in the business, but they are not seeing like any success. Maybe they started funnels, they failed, they started blogging, YouTube, whatever, but they just can't seem to uh, catch the break. So what would your top three tips be for them? So first of all, most of the time when I talk to people like that, one of the most common things is they won't go all in on something. They're like dipping their toe a little bit in here and okay, I got a little success, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to go over here because now I heard these people are being successful with this and wait, this uh, and shiny object. You got to go all in and not shiny object. Focus on something. You can be great. You know, um, that would be one of the things. Another thing for people that are going um, systems, got to have systems in place. That's the big difference going from, 10,000, you know, a month to 100,000, you know, going from six figures to seven figures. Most of the time, the changes there are putting systems in place and getting people to run those systems for you. Because you start getting, when you go from six figures to seven figures, you shouldn't be the guy doing everything. You should be delegating and having your team of professionals delegate. Because realize, as good as you are, there's probably somebody out there better than you in a specific area that you can get on your team to now get another person that's better than you in another area. So now you get these five people that are better than you in these areas. And now you got like a super human 
person you built here. You know what I mean? So that's the thing is, as you, in the previous questions we talked about evolving, is you got to realize that you can't be the business anymore. When you go from six to seven figures, you really, and especially from seven to eight, you can't be the business anymore. You have to be running the business. You can't be in the business anymore. And that's a hard one for a lot of people because especially when it's services and things like that, you know, they're always constantly wanting to do it themselves, be in the mix. Um, especially with sales and things like that. Initially, sure. But when you go from that six to seven, you can't be in that spot anymore. You got to be able to grow. Um, another thing, here's a final one for people. If you can't sell 10 of something organically, ads are not going to save your butt. Okay. So do not think that turning on Facebook or Google ads or YouTube or whatever is going to save your product campaign, whatever the hell you're trying to do. If you can't sell 10 of your thing organically, making posts, doing a blog, shooting out emails, whatever it is, without having to pay for it, there's a good chance no one's going to pay for it once you start paying them to pay for it. Ads do not make a campaign, people. Okay, so that would be the other one. Because so many people, they do when they start moving forward, they're like, oh, I've got, I'm making a thousand. I'm going to turn on ads or something. Well, if you haven't even sold 10, you know, then there's a good chance organically you're not going to be able to save ads. So that would be the other thing is if you're getting a little traction, make sure that you're able to sell organically you can ever worry about turning on ads or anything like people are like you wouldn't be believe you wouldn't be you would not believe the amount of people like dude you guys run some ads because this isn't converting or what i'm like ads aren't gonna it's only gonna make it worse now you're losing money you know so i love that and i love the passion behind that you probably had quite a bit of experiences lately yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let us jump to the third question. Although you kind of answered it in the first one, uh, but let's see, it might be a different answer. So looking down your timeline, uh, when did you know you were going to make it before you hit the first result? Like, like, let's say you didn't make any money, but when, when did that belief came like, okay, that's it, if I keep going down this road, that is it. I'm not looking left, right. I'm not turning back. You just, you could pinpoint the exact time and could people like replicate that and maybe uh, recognize that moment on their own journey and just move on instead of like giving up? Well, for me personally, believe it or not, it, it, it is crazy as this sounds, my cat's here, Stevie. Hey, say Stevie. Hi, he's Stevie. Panther. <laughs> he's, uh, he's getting my lap here. Um, believe it or not, it's, uh, it's only been recently that I've actually have as much belief in myself and my processes and things like that. Um, because realize like someone like Kevin David, Kevin David is a powerhouse guy. He's going to be successful no matter what. Right. You know, so when I originally did his two funnels, um, now mind you, no one's ever said this to me, but I had some self-doubt of myself that maybe, hey, it was Kevin that had something to do with it. So it wasn't until recently when I got my third and fourth two comma from other people that I was able to really go, okay, now I know it is me. It's not just them. You know, I, I know what I'm talking, which sounds crazy. They're like, Jeff, you got the X award and two two commas. And you did, but I didn't, man. I didn't. I was like, 
you know, we're our worst enemies. We are our greatest, you know, at least for me, my greatest critic. So even though no one had ever said anything to my face or behind my back that I know of, um, in my own head, I was like, hey, maybe, you know, he's just like someone like Dan Henry or something like that. You know, those are people that you know, no matter what, they're going to be successful. So you wonder if they were successful on their own. And and now I've had uh, multiple other clients and things that I've had successes with. So now um, I'm able to believe in myself a little bit more then. So it was really when I was able to um, do it for someone else. And now I'm actually working and turning those things on myself so I can get my own two comma. Um, But yeah, that's uh, hopefully that answered that question. Yeah. You heard it, everyone. Once you hit uh, 10X and two two comma club awards, you can probably start believing in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, so yeah, it was, it was, it was so, but yeah. Anyway, we always have our own, we all have our own demons and we're always fighting them, brother. Definitely. And what would you tell to people who haven't hit their two comma club or maybe like even they haven't made their first money online yet and they are doubt, they have doubt in their, in themselves. Like how can they, they either pinpoint like the tipping point where they will be like, okay, this is it. I just have to keep on going no matter what. It's hard to say for everyone, but when it's right, you'll know it because this passion will come inside you that like when you go to sleep, you'll be thinking about this. When you wake up, you'll be thinking about this. When you're talking to your friends, even if they don't understand it, you'll be thinking about this. You know, that's when you know you're on to something and that's when you have to figure out how you're going to take that and and monetize it, you know, whether it's through a course or teachings or whatever. Um, it's really hard to give that to someone. They have to like experience themselves. You know what I mean? It has to be something. And when you, when it happens, you're going to know, you're going to be like, wow, this is it. But the trick is when you have that experience to go all in, you can't dabble. So often people, when they, oh, wow, this is it. I have this passion. And they're like, I don't know. I'm I'm going to do a little bit. Um, and then like, you know, how embarrassing it was originally to wear this lab coat everywhere I went initially. Like that was weird. You know, people love it. People tell me, I have people come to me now and they're like, dude, you're the funnel doc. I don't know your name, but I know you're the funnel doc. Like they don't even know who I am, but I know the funnel doc. And this might, people might find this hard to believe, but when I originally started putting this on like a year and a half, two years ago, first funnel, two years ago, first funnel hacking live, I didn't wear it a couple of days at funnel hacking live because it was like embarrassing. It was weird. Here I'm a guy putting on a lab coat. It's not cool until it's cool. You know what I mean? Like it's not, so, and then, so that was hard too. Like I dabbled a little, it wasn't until I went all in that the persona took off. And now like, Dude, one of my friends the other day, this was amazing. He was on an airline, saw someone with a ClickFunnels shirt on, goes, hey, do you know who the funnel doc is? And the guy's like, yeah, I know who the funnel doc is. Now, he could have just said that or whatever, but he still, the fact is he said he knew who I was. And I was just like, you know, but so can't dabble, dude. You got to go all in. And that's really one of the things. And imperfect action. That's a huge one, man. You can't wait for, for, for perfection. It will never come. Perfection will never come. Shoot and course correct. 
It's okay to have problems when you do it that way. Expect them, but do not let them define you. Be able to pivot, be able to turn, be able to examine this course correct. Don't wait until you've got something perfect before you launch it because you'll wait forever. Trust me, I've seen it far too often. Yeah, I would know. I was like waiting to start on anything for like a year and a half almost. I was just learning, learning. And yeah, <laughs> so I'm totally with you on that one. All right, Mr. Funnel Duck. Thank again. Thanks again for coming. I, I enjoyed this one and I appreciate your time. So Thanks, could bro. you could you share with the listeners uh, where they can find you and connect with you online? Yeah, you can just go to FunnelDoc.com or you can find me on Facebook or if you look under groups under uh, the FunnelDoc group, I think is what the title is, you'll be able to find my group there. In my group, we talk about uh, ecosystems, funnels, messenger bots, emails, all that good stuff. I'm doing training in there all the time. And uh, if you have any questions, put them in there. I'll be happy to answer them for you guys. All right, everyone. And as always, all the links will be at affiliatejourney.co slash 50. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube, they will be in the descriptions down below. Jeffrey, I appreciate your time and goodwill. All right, brother. Uh, see you soon. And everyone, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Goodbye. All right, everyone. This was the longest episode, but I really wanted to make a celebration and to make this special episode for you to thank you for uh, listening and following this journey, following this podcast. If you are first time listener, don't forget to subscribe. I'm bringing these kinds of guests every week, every Friday, and I'm doing solo cast episodes every Tuesday. Also, uh, if you're listening this in February 2020, uh, I would definitely tell you to go at affiliatejourney.co slash 50 or just go uh, on my Facebook profile. I will be announcing how you can be eligible to win over 50, uh, over $5,000 worth of rewards just by uh, sharing some things on your timeline and it's gonna be super simple and i think you're gonna love it anyway again thanks so much for listening and until next time cheers for your success